Welcome to the Docs and Crocs podcast, where we explore the latest happenings in news, culture, and everything in between. Our team of experts and enthusiasts, me being the expert, and I'm the enthusiast, bring you fresh takes on the hottest articles, trends, and pop culture phenomena. From breaking news to the latest viral sensation, we've got you covered. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive into the world of Docs and Crocs. That was the fast. That was a fast. We made it. That was a good. That was a good go. We made it. What time is it? Five. It took me eleven minutes. Wow, that's great. Mm, that How co- you doing? That cookie taste is still in my mouth. <laughs> it's a good taste to have. That good cookie taste. That good, good cuff, cook, coffee. That good <laughs> coffee. <laughs> that coffee. Yeah. In case people didn't know, I am. An expert cookie man. He is the cookie guy. I'm the the cooker my cookie meister. Yeah, first time he made me those cookies, he brought over just dough, and I was really confused. And you were like, "Hey, can you preheat the oven before I get there?" I'm like, "What is this? Who is? What is going on here?" Yeah. And, and then and then you asked me if I have sea salt flakes. Mm. I was like. <laughs> yes, let me just pull out sea salt out of my wazoo. Who doesn't have flaky salt? Like I don't. What do you... Most people. Most people aren't culinary this companions. Is, this is true. That's us. We're not. We're not gay, but we're culinary <laughs> companions. We're we're cook boys. We're cook boys together. We're we're boil buddies. <laughs> That's this is getting we're worse. We're pasta pals. Stop. We are. Avocado amigos. Chopped chums. I I, I got them for days. <laughs> um the ABCs of the pasta pasta yeah. posse. The po- oh. Oh my god, if we just had a food podcast, we could have called it that the pasta posse. Yeah. Welcome to the pasta posse. Dang. That's today's episode. Wait. <laughs> 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 I don't have any cooking content wait, prepared. I don't have wait, any cooking wait, topics. Wait, wait. Mm. Um so as you can see, mm-hmm. I have prepared the the possibility of cocktails. Ooh. So uh if you want some rum and coke with lime, that's kind of what we're set up for right now. So don't you dare. I swear. <laughs> are you about to go into some like <laughs> so I've decided that I'm going to go on like, you know, just like a soul searching journey where I only eat raw vegan food. No, and I but only date girls who wear crystals oh and I don't God. drink alcohol. <laughs> alcohol kills the gains, Ryan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It kills the gains. Well, just I'll have most I'll have more rum than you and you're going to have more coke. Because Coca-Cola doesn't kill the gains. Coca-Cola, the official drink of... What is Coca-Cola? I'm going to respectfully decline, Ryan. Do you want some of this, at least? No. You're not going to have anything? I'm not going to have anything. Oh, my. I know. What the heck? It's grind season. It's You got to tell me about these things ahead of time. When you saw me setting this up, you didn't even say anything. You weren't even like, hey, get me a water bottle. Well... Oh my! 
I have my water bottle. I yeah. can pour this into your glass. Oh, uh, what is it? Airborne. What is that? It's just vitamin water. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. All right. You're too kind. I just made it. Mm. You've never had Airborne? Never. Wow. There you go. There's your cocktail. There's my cocktail. I, I even chilled the glass. What a nice guy. I know. You seen that guy on TikTok uh, have some class chill your glass? I've not seen that guy on TikTok. It's like, he's not, he, j- he just says that. He's oh. got a huge bar in his house. Mm. And uh, he makes cocktails. Very nice. Very so. nice. Oh, I have a surprise for you. For me? I, yeah, it's a surprise for you that you paid for. Oh, the... Yeah, don't... Here, ready? You gotta be surprised. Don't say the as if you know. It's a surprise. But you, you paid for this surprise. Dun, 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 dun. Ready? I'm ready. Which way are they face? They're facing this way. They put them in the box upside down with freaking nerds. There they are. Wow. Look at that. So if you want your very own Docs and Crocs poster. We have little little posters, little flyers made. Little flyers. Look at that. We'll have to um we'll have to trim them. We we definitely don't have special guests every other week. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're aspiring to be better. This is okay. We yeah. for a while we did have guests every other week we and did, then yeah. we got a little bit lazy. Remember we used to call each other and be like, I "All right, know. who's the guest?" I, I used to be on the treadmill. Uh-huh. Remember that one time I was on the treadmill and I'm like calling you like, all right, I was that guy. I, look, I sounded so important. Yep. I was running with my headphones and I was like, okay, who's our guest? All right, let me hit them up. It was Ty. It was Ty that time. That was, wow, that's a throwback and a half. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't size them to the paper because then it would have skewed the QR code. So that's why I needed to do, uh, there needed to be borders on it. So we'll need to trim them. Mm. But I mean, or we could just not, but whatever. Uh, but the QR code, you want to try it? Yeah. Try the QR code. Yeah, I'm going to try it. Let's see if it works. If it doesn't, we're getting our money back. <laughs> what if the, imagine the QR code just leads to like, you scan the QR code and it's just two, it's just the turtles, it's the turtle sex video. <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of the podcast, it just takes you to YouTube and it's those two turtles. It going, pulls it up. <laughs> It works. It works. Docs we have a Crocs. QR code. Wow. In case you've never um, experienced this, go on YouTube and look up turtle sex. It's not bad. It's not It's not dirty. It, but like when turtles make love, <laughs> when turtles procreate, they make this noise. <laughs> and uh, big the ma- daddy turtle gets on top and they just go... And you think I'm joking, but then go. You're gonna watch it, and it's gonna be the funniest thing. No, no, no. I've seen it. The, the people, the people. Oh, the people. If the people yeah, do yeah, it, yeah, the, the people. So at work yesterday, you told me the most disgusting story I think I've heard <laughs> in my entire in your whole life, huh? I, I don't think in my entire life, but like it's it's definitely up there. Uh huh. And I think the people should know. Look, so. But disclaimer. If the last week's episode about me talking no. about 
gushy pimple acne triggered you, skip the next little while. Just skip ahead two minutes. It's two minutes. Just skip two minutes. Yeah. If you don't like gross stories, but don't this don't turn disgusting. the podcast off. Just skip ahead two minutes. Right. Starting now. Okay. So <laughs> we were talking about. I've had this like. My throat hurts on one side, and it has for a while, and I've just been yeah. kind of nervous about it because yeah. I'm not sick. I just like have this pain in my throat, and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Yep. And we were talking about like abscesses and mm-hmm. and and goiters and boils and I don't know. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, when I was like 17 years old, my wisdom I still had my wisdom teeth in, and they would kind of come in and then out, or like they would recede into the gum and then they would come out again. <laughs> like they never fully came in because my teeth were really crowded. Mm. I, I have my wisdom teeth out now. They're gone. But for a while, that was like a thing. And so one of the times that my back wisdom teeth were trying to come in, they like pushed against the gum, but the gum was still like trying to form over it. And it formed this like, this this pus filled, <laughs> this this sack. <laughs> there was this this thing in the back of my gums over my wisdom tooth, and I could like get my tongue under it. And I could push it around a little bit. <laughs> and um, I used to work at this place called the Sunglass Hut, which sold luxury sunglasses, like you know, two, three, four, five, six hundred dollars sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And so you had to dress really nice. And so I'm dressed really nice, seventeen year old kid. I got this thing. In the back of my mouth is bugging me. People are coming in talking about sunglasses. I'm talking to this one guy trying to sell him a pair of sunglasses. And I'm telling, oh, yeah, the, you know, Edmund Hildo Zenya, Dolce and Gabbana, da da da, 17 karat gold, blah, 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 whatever. Right. And he's asking me a question. And as he's asking me about the sunglasses, he's formulating his question. And I've got my, in my mouth, I'm pushing on this thing with my tongue. And it bursts. <laughs> it, it burst in my mouth. <laughs> And it filled my mouth with like mystery fluid. (laughs) And so the guy finishes his question and turns to me, and I just had to go. "Uh, Anyway, so these right here. (laughs) I had to push through it. I had to act like nothing happened. I couldn't just like spit it out. Like if I had opened my mouth, just and then would have just. Poured out. The guy would have thought I was zombifying right in front of him. Just be, just like cover your mouth and then put your hand up like one second. Go I to the trash can and then. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I, I had like you a could've. split second. I had a split second. And so I just swallowed warm mystery. And, <laughs> and that's the story. So, um, hey, if you skipped ahead, welcome back. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome well, to this portion. Welcome back. Where we're not talking about anything crazy. We're just Ugh. talking about each other. When you told me that yesterday, <laughs> I was like, "That's just, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, it was pretty bad, but, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do when you're a professional. It never happened again. <laughs> you know, I never had that problem again. A 17-year-old at Sunglasses Hut is a professional. No, 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 probably not. No. I ended up walking out of that job, actually. Did you really? Yeah, I um, I had an opportunity. I was really, I was stupid. I was young and dumb, and uh, one of those like pyramid scheme companies. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a pyramid scheme company. Actually, it's a good. I like their product, actually. So I'm not going to say who it is. I like the product. Um, but offered me a job for like fifteen dollars an hour. Oh which yeah, at the time yeah, yeah, was like yeah. a big deal because I was making like nine. Yep. 
Um, and I was like, oh, I can do it on the side. Mm-hmm. But then at the Sunglass Up, my manager at the time was always stealing my sales. Like I would be, if, if you talk to a customer, that was your sale. Like right. you started, and it, the whole job was like commission-based. Yeah. Like you had to hit a certain amount of sales or else you didn't make any of your commission. It was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he would just like slide in and just, and if he rang them out, he would take the sale. And I'd be like, that was my sale. I sold them those glasses. Like just because you took them to the counter. I was like, I talked them into those. And he did it for like the 10th time. And I literally... It was like a $650 sale. Oh, my god! It was three pairs of sunglasses, $650. And he took them up to the counter, took the sale. As soon as he walked away from the counter, I went behind the counter, clocked out, took my key off the ring, put it on the counter, and just left. And just left. And it was just, there's only two people working at a time, so he had to close up that night. Yeah, showed him. Yeah, I really got him. We really stuck it to the man. He still works for the sunglass app. I imagine he does. And I was like... 11 that was 12 years ago yeah ma- so. like certain managers i don't understand how they just will keep working there but they just continue to work at those kind of places and you can show up like decades later and they're still there still there and i'm like are you making that much bank like well i mean if he's stealing your commissions i know he's stealing he's stealing sales that's how he's making it right um I'm going to crack open that that beautiful black spiced bamboo rum. Mm. You got that from a customer, yes? I did get this from a customer. Yeah, I told a customer, jokingly, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, if you were to bring me like a bottle of black spiced bamboo, I specifically said bamboo. I said, if you bring me a bottle of bamboo rum, I'd, I'd let you run a room uh, and I'd give you a free ticket. And then they came back and they brought, they literally did it. And I had like forgotten. It was like a month later. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, today's like national it's world rum day and i was like what hello so that's how they did it what's what's the worst job you ever had mm-hmm. what's your least favorite job you ever worked safe light solutions i worked the, at, the window place yeah, so it was a call center oh and in rio rancho bernalillo they opened up this call center and, like, a bunch of people from my high school went to go work there because they were paying, you know, like, 12 13 bucks an hour. And minimum wage is, like, 8 bucks an hour. So I was working at Coldstone before that. And I was like, let me get this job to make that cash money because I wanted to buy a car. So Safe Light Solutions functions as, like, a third party that acts as the insurance company. So let's say you get like a rock chip on your windshield and you call your insurance to get that rock chip repaired and to repair it with your insurance. Then that call is routed to Safe Light Solutions who checks your insurance, schedules you an appointment with the shop, and then basically does all that work for your insurance company. It's just for glass repair. Okay. And I just know the tune. Safe yeah. flight repair, safe flight replace. Right, so that's the auto glass like sales portion. Mm. I was essentially pretending to be their insurance while working at a call center. Anyways, sounds a little slimy. Oh, it was it sounds slick. I won't say slimy. It sounds a little slick. Yeah. So Monday through Thursday and Saturdays, 
from 1230 to 5:30 all of pretty much all of senior year I was there and you would read the same script like a hundred times a day disgusting and I I was I was like legit losing my I was like, I can't do this anymore. Were you calling people or were you answering calls? I was answering calls. Okay, so people would call you to make a claim. Exactly. Okay. But it was still the same. You had to answer the same way every time. Well, it was like, uh, thank you for calling USAA Glass Service. My name is Jonathan. How can I help you today? Oh, I've just received a rock chip on my windshield. (laughs) Received a rock chip. Like it was was delivered by the gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the goblins of Safe Light go out. That's the sales department. That is. The sales department is just these goblins that go and deliver rock chips to your windshield, so then you have to call. I I heard stories about these like really shady rock repair places who would like they would have a pen inspecting your windshield and the pen was designed to create chips on a windshield. Shut up. I'm not kidding. So they'd be so you'd be like in the gas station ordering something. And then this person would walk up to your gar- car and be like inspecting it with a pen, and that pen was able to make rock chips on your windshield. That's the slimiest thing ever. Y- yeah. No, definitely. Golly. Be- because it's like a hundred bucks for a windshield repair. Yeah. And you just charge the insurance. So that's a sale right there, baby. Don't uh, don't go anywhere to fix rock chip repairs. Go on YouTube. Look up Chris Fix Rock Chip repair but if you don't know who chris fix is he's the best your insurance pays for it oh yeah unless you have good insurance but if there's a copay well you're not a copay uh you just need what is it comprehensive coverage on your vehicle and your insurance will repair rock chips for free otherwise we have we have comprehensive car insurance right and, and uh brianna's jeep has a big old crack from a rock chip right and they're like yeah just the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it, still be like $200. Right. So if you have to replace the windshield, it falls under your comprehensive deductible. Um, yeah. So I learned a bunch of insurance language. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would call in and be like, oh, I'm so sorry to happen. that happened to you. If you, you know, I can start a claim and get you scheduled with a, a shop to get that rock chip repaired. And you would just like click through a script and it was just so like monotonous. Towards the Did you ever change your voice? No. You never did like a hello, this is Jonathan. <laughs> so I'm so sorry that you have this rock chip that has been delivered to your windshield. <laughs> would you like to start a claim? So the supervisors would like record your call and then go over like your calls with you. Uh, so you couldn't ever Oh, so when it says this call may be recorded for training no. or whatever purposes, yeah. that's what that it's is. It's legit. Real? There's like a team of people there who listen back to calls to make sure you're doing your job correctly so that's why all those guys are so robotic no matter exactly. what yeah they're just following a script because if they don't then when they get reviewed then they're in trouble right and they don't yeah the script is the script is love the script is life you know oh god they didn't say that did they? <laughs> no, 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 oh my god i thought maybe you guys like started the day just like pledge cult. of allegiance they had the script on the wall <laughs> instead of an american flag <laughs> I pre- pledge, I pledge allegiance to, to the, the script, script. Of Safe Light Solutions. Solutions of America. And to the clicks for which it stands, one glass <laughs> under insurance. <laughs> to the rock chips. <laughs> and windshield replacements for all. Wow, we just, we nailed it. We nailed it. Yeah, so it was towards the end, what you could do on your phone is you would clock in on the phone 
and then it would automatically put you where you would be receiving calls automatically. Mm. But there were different settings that you could put the phone on so you wouldn't get calls. But those times were like like monitored. But what you could do is you can open a line so you would just hear like the dial tone and that would last for two minutes. Wow. So I did that over and over and over and over and over again. So I didn't have to take any flipping phone calls. I was oh, it was I was so sick of it. And Wait, but th- would they review it and just hear? Well, they would. I didn't have like a supervisor for a few months. Oh, I see. And so no one, no one was any of the wiser. But when I got a supervisor, he was like, "Hey, man, you can't, you can't be doing this. You got to get this time down." I'm like. Uh, yeah, that, so the call center is the one thing that I've never been tempted to do. Like I've heard about people making good money doing that. I've never been tempted. It's ever. You make good money, but you also like sacrifice your sanity. Yeah, and aren't the hours like long and dumb? Well, just, I, is it typical nine to five or what? Uh, I was working twenty five hours a week. Oh, okay. So I was just working part time, thankfully. But yeah, that it was. It was just the worst. Oh, also. What's the statute of liber- limitations on crimes? <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the crime. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like wondering if he can talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey, no, no. man, really quick before I talk about this. The statute of limitations <laughs> on what? Fraud? Stealing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's the statute, statute of I can't wait. Limitations. I'm in love with this lighting setup right now. This probably looks so good. In New Mexico. If you're watching this back and you think the lighting setup is really good, if you're watching this on YouTube, please leave us a comment and say, dang, that lighting setup looks good. Okay, here we go. Mm. Let's see. There is no time limit. Oh, shoot. I'm pretty sure nobody cares, bro. Prosecutors in New Mexico must bring charges within six years for second-degree felonies, five years, and three years for other felonies. So six is kind of the max. Yeah, it's been like five years. So anyways. You're fine. Yeah, I'm fine. What'd you do? So at Safelite, they had like a break room, and you could buy stuff from the break room. Yeah, like chips? and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they had like whole meals, too. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so I would, you know, I would get out of school. I would go home. I would, you know, get a little bit lunch. I would head to work. And towards the end, one of my friends taught me a trick where usually, you know, you go up to bring out the food. And people are going to be suspicious. Man. Um, He didn't even have a drink. I know. If you just, like, take things and then walk away. So what you do is you go up to the counter and you ring up the stuff. But if you, like, cancel it out, it says... Order canceled, like really loud. Ah. But my friend taught me if you put your thumbprint in and then it says you don't have enough money and then you cancel it, it doesn't say anything. So you go up. Oh, because that would be embarrassing. If it was like, you don't have enough money. Right. So it's just like, oh, you're good, man. Yeah. So you go up, you do it, you ring it out, and then you cancel the order and then you just walk away with stuff. So, every day I would go in, I would get like a nice Dunkin' or a Starbucks coffee from the fridge, a little snacky snack before work. I would ring that out, seal that. So, I probably, each day I probably stole between like 20 or 30 bucks worth of stuff. 
Okay. And I probably did that for, let's see, five di- five days a week. So, thirty <laughs> times five, hundred and fifty dollars a week. And I probably did that for. We're crunching the raw numbers here. Yeah. How in trouble are you? 150. Let's say I did that. I didn't do that, you know, the, the entire time, but I did it a lot of the time. Um, so we'll be generous. We'll say like 25 weeks. So I probably stole like a couple thousand dollars worth of. 3,700. So I think f- under 5,000 is like in, especially here. Yeah. They don't even care anymore. Right. If you still, I've heard, I've heard about criminals. I've, have you heard about this? Literally criminals stealing like. $4,999 worth of stuff because they just know, like, like they're, like, crunching the numbers. They're, like, doing the math, and they're, like, yeah, if I steal under a certain amount, like, it doesn't even... It's like a slap on the wrist in this state. Wow. Yeah. So I probably stole, like, a couple thousand dollars worth of... Worth of Starbucks drinks and sandwiches made in a cafe? Exactly. Okay. Because you would go back for lunch, and they would have, like, a DiGiorno's pizza that you could throw in the microwave. So you take one of those... You know, you get some chips. You get like a soda pop or something. You ring that out. It's not delivery. It's, it's theft. <laughs> <laughs> and then on a bathroom break, because I would take very long bathroom breaks. Right. I would go back there. You know, I'd get another soda pop or, a, you know, a bag of chips or some candy or something. Bro, do I have bathroom work stories? Bathroom work stories. Sheesh. Yeah, so I would. But. If anyone serious is watching, that was all just a joke. Yeah, this is comedy. This is comedy. This Everything is that you hear here is for entertainment purposes only. This is parody of real I'm life. pretty sure that if you say that, if you say entertainment purposes only, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah. I think that's the rule. Yeah. Like, so, you, could, you could murder somebody and then be like, this is for entertainment purposes only. And the cops have to be like, ah. Uh, he got us. He said entertainment purposes. <laughs> He's gone. No, none of it's real. It's all pretend. No, I used to work at a Bible store. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, And uh, I was, I worked there for five years. It was like one of the, it was the longest job to this day that I've ever had, mm-hmm. actually. I've, I've only been where we're at now. I've only been there three and change. So four and a half, five years I was at this Bible store, and I was young. I, I started working there when I was homeless. Like when I first started working there, I had nothing. I was legit, completely homeless, living in my car. Wow. And uh, yeah, I was a young kid. I had no work ethic or anything. And uh, I was, let's see, I was under 18. I, I think I worked there till I was maybe 20. One. Mm-hmm. So I started working there. When I was like sixteen, and I would stay up super late. Like I lived in an apartment by myself, and I was kind of depressed. I would go watch. I would go rent like two or three Redbox movies, and I would go home and I would watch all three of the Redbox movies. Then I'd fall asleep on my couch. I would wake up with five minutes to spare to go to work. So I just like throw on whatever I could, fly down the road because I only lived five minutes away, mm-hmm. show up to work. Then I'd be exhausted and I'd be in the back. I was the imprinter guy. I would like imprint names on Bibles. We had like this machine mm-hmm. and you put the letters in one by one and then you imprint foil names on Bibles. And I would do that for prisons. So prisoners from the tri-state area like Texas, Arizona, New Mexico would send us letters 
mm-hmm. from prison and be like, hey, I want a Bible. And I would open them, we'd sort them, whatever, and I'd imprint their name and then ship it back. I probably did 15,000 of those Bibles. We, we calculated at one time before I left, I imprinted and sent over 15,000 Bibles to inmates in prison who requested Bibles from us. Wow. Uh, about a third of them were in Spanish. And uh, the rest were in English. Anyway, so I'd be sitting back there imprinting all these Bibles, and I get tired. Uh huh. And so I'd go to the bathroom. No joke. I would go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I would get like a. I, I think I brought a towel from home. I like brought a towel from home. I would go to the bathroom. I would lay the towel on the floor. And I would lay down and I would take like the longest nap I could. Like I would push like 10 minute naps. Wow. I'd be like, if I can lay down here for 10 minutes. That's some serious dedication. And then I'd get up and go back out and go. And after like a while, mm-hmm. my supervisor was like, hey, you're always in the bathroom for a long time. Like what's going on? And I was like, I have irritable bowels. Irritable, irritable bowels. Which the 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 not funny thing about that is now I do have like serious gut gut health problems so feels bad don't lie don't lie it'll just come true but anyway so <laughs> I would lay down either that or I would um there's this game called Fun Run on the oh, on yeah, iPhone yeah, 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 did you ever yeah. play Fun Run yeah I played Fun Run do you still have it no you should get it I would love to compete uh, oh you're so dumb I'm not gonna play any games you like anymore. <laughs> Um, so Brianna got me on a fun run. Still have to finish Valheim anyways. I know, I know. So sometimes I would just sit on the toilet and challenge her to fun runs. <laughs> and we'd play like two or three before I'd be like, all right, I got to go back to work. Wow. Yeah. That's romance. Right yeah. There. Probably somewhere in there I was actually pooping, but <laughs> it was like a third of the time it was poop. Two thirds of the time it was either fun run or a nap. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was a, there was a guy on TikTok who, who, whose whole channel was, Something, something, that's why I poop on the company dime. Oh, yeah. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. But now I love my job, so. We have to say that. Our bosses listen to this podcast. We love our job. We love our job. It's fantastic. The best. No, but we actually do. Yes. It's a great time. <laughs> it's a good, we no, don't now, do now the job I have now is the best job I've ever had. I don't. We don't do a whole lot. I don't have any complaints. I mean, you just... Yeah, you just got to be a good actor, and you got to pay attention to people, and that's you're good at your job. Yep. If you know how to pay attention and you know how to do accents, you're killing it. Killing it. So. So that was the worst job you had. No, 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 no. So what was the worst job you had? The worst job I ever had was working at the Sunglass Hut. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I, I take that back. The worst job I ever had was my. That's hard. Hold on. I've had some bad jobs. I've had some bad jobs, too. I'm trying to decide if having to shingle roofs in freezing weather or having a gun pointed at you is worse. I mean, that was one moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think the my first job ever was my worst job then. Okay. It was roofing. And I'd never worked. <laughs> Before. Right. I'd never had a job. Yep. And I was homeless. Again, a different time. Right. I've been homeless multiple times in my life. I'm over it now. But it was a... It was a rough patch. It was a rough... (laughs) It was a chronic thing. And uh, this guy took me in and was like, hey, you can live with my family, but you got to work for me. 
like and that pays your so i didn't get paid mm-hmm. i got paid 20 dollars a week mm-hmm. he would he would literally hand me a 20 dollar bill every week but otherwise like my work covered like food and board right so i lived with his family and i did roofing and i started with him and it was the very first thing that i ever did for him was flat roofs and flat roofs are the worst Especially because we didn't do anything with technology. Everything was like old-fashioned. So we had a, a big metal bar mm-hmm. with a big blade on the end of it, like a scraper. Mm-hmm. And you had to just scrape up all of the old rocks and tar off of the flat roof. Ew. Like you had to just like chop through it. And it was like 40 degrees out. So the bar is frozen. The roof is frozen. And you're just going, bing, 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 trying to... That sounds awful. And then on the flip side, when it would get hot, you know it gets hot. Oh, dumb So then hot. you're up there and you're having to put tar onto the roof. And it's rolls of tar and then you have a big torch, like a big propane torch. And you're blasting the tar to the roof and your shoes are melting to it. Oh my god! It was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Taught so, me how to be a man. Taught that... It gave me calluses on my hands for the first time in my life. Manual labor jobs are something else. Before I could like legally get a job whenever I needed money for like summer camp or something like that. Yeah. My my parents made me my dad made me work for it. Which I appreciate now. Um back then I was like this is so dumb. So he he was friends with a guy at church who had like a zeroscaping company. Mm, uh-oh. Gosh. Uh-oh. It was I've only had to do zeroscaping like a couple times, but it, it was so laborious and difficult just like shoveling rocks into a wheelbarrow, moving rocks or dirt and then going back and repeating until the pile of rocks is done. I know it feels like a trick. It's you're just tired. You want to go home. That's why I earned the name Rhino. I used to go by the nickname Rhino for like years, Did like at really? all my other jobs because of that. When I was working construction, because all the guys I was working with were big. All the, This guy was like 6'5". Yeah. All of his sons were huge. And then there was me. And I would be doing the same work as everybody else, you know, like carrying these big heavy beams and shingles and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I earned the nickname Rhino. Do you ever see Bolt? Never. You ever saw the movie Bolt about the dog? No. And he has a little hamster friend who's in a hamster ball, and his name is Rhino, because he's like this little hamster in a ball, but like he wants to do big things. And that's you? It was. It was. It was me. Now I would like to not do big things. I would like <laughs> to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, yeah, they called me Rhino. Huh. So it was either that. The, the, the other thing I was thinking about was the Walgreens job I had. Walgreens was Ooh. fine. I, I got hired in the photo department. So I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. Yeah. Like, I'm going to work photo. Like, I was just sitting back there listening to the radio, developing photos. But then the photo machine, like, went down because the guy before me never changed out the chemicals. Like, he didn't maintenance the machine. So he handed it off to me, and then the machine went down, like, the same week. So I ended up, like, on register all the time. And then they asked me to do a night shift, and I worked one night shift. It, like, started at 11, and I was going to go till like, 5 in the morning. But this guy came in and bought a magazine, and as soon as I rang up the magazine and the drawer opened, he pulled out a gun, and he put the gun in my stomach and was like, give me everything in the drawer. Mm. And I was like in shock. 
I imagine. You know, I was like, I think I wasn't even 18 yet. I was 17. Uh, I was working that construction job for about a year. And then the guy that I was doing the construction for was like, hey, I need you to, I need all my sons to like get different jobs because like we're running out of money. Mm-hmm. So I started working at Walgreens and I got held up at gunpoint in like the first six months. Jeez. Yeah. Scariest thing ever. I imagine. But I like handled it really well. So then they had like the asset protection president come down and like shake my hand and be like, hey, you did that well. They gave me a little pin. Wow. They like gave me a pin. Not a raise. No, a pin. Not paid vacation. Nope. A pin. A pin. They gave me a little pin that said Walgreens. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, we just want to say thanks for handling that well. But then I was like terrified. So I stopped showing up for work on time. I was always like, so then I, they like laid me off. They were like, yeah, you, you can be done. I was like, okay, thanks. Of course, you're this kid. Yeah, I was this kid. I just had a gun pointed at me. And you guys gave me a, a lapel pin yeah. and a handshake. And then they were like, so you're going to get back to work now? or? So we need you to go back to work like nothing happened. Freaking SWAT team shows up. I'm just crying in the corner. I've never had anything so scary happen. So that was pretty bad. But the job before that was okay. Hmm. I guess by <laughs> comparison, you know. <laughs> There are only a few things worse than being held up by gunpoint. I was going to ask you a question that I know you don't know the answer to. Uh-oh. Because we asked, like, what's the worst job? And I was going to say, like, what what is the best What is the best job you could imagine? Ha- like, what's your number one thing that you're getting paid to do? Mm-hmm. And it's just perfect. Mm. Dream scenario. You're making enough money to do... Yeah. You're not like filthy, boiling over the top, stupid rich. Right. But you're like making enough money to just be comfortable, do whatever you want pretty much. Uh Uh-huh. And you enjoy what you're doing. What would that be? I think, I don't know. This is a pretty lame answer. It's not lame. But it's a pretty simple answer just because I enjoy playing video games. But just like streaming those, those video games. Like to make a living just streaming video games. You joking me? Are you serious? I mean, that's your answer to that question. Not because it's a dumb answer, but because like the amount of times we've talked about this. this I mean, you true. could be doing that right now. I could be. Yes. If you got started right now, I know. Within a few years, you'd be it. Like I stopped streaming because uh-huh. like my life doesn't really allow for it. Right. Like I'm sure other like there are other people who like can make it work, but like I did it for a year. I streamed literally for one year, mm-hmm. and then like I was a dad, and it's like I I work, I'm running things, I'm like creating things, I'm a husband. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the. I've thought about picking it back up, but like you have, you're a single guy. You yeah. could stream for hours. I could. Yes. I started streaming with like no money. Like I didn't put any money into it to make it happen. I think I bought like a $30 PlayStation camera online mm. and a $100 mic. $140, you could be streaming tomorrow. So. I mean, nothing's stopping you, big boy. This is, this is true. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. You know, you watched me start. Like, yes. you watched it start, and you watched me start to get followers and stuff. Yeah. I think the hard part is just the work. Like, it does take work. Like, you have to promote yourself a yeah. lot. And if you don't, like, if you stream on Twitch, they'll push you the first day. 
because you're new. Mm-hmm. So they'll push you out to people and you'll get like a few followers. But then after that, they're like, you're on your own. And then like you have to create a, a persona on Instagram, Twitter. Right. See, that part is kind of what the holding me back, I guess, is the the work that it takes to do the marketing and the self-promoting and and all of that. But I mean, it's either that or go to boot camp. So I looks like I'm going to boot camp, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this like free effort is what's holding me back from doing the thing that I I just because I remember asking you like, what do you really want to do? And you're like, I don't know, man. But I just had to frame the question correctly. I said like, what would be the dream? Like if you're making all this money and doing if, the thing. If I could like make a living and hand all of the like marketing and all of those things off to another person like yeah that'd be pretty sweet and all i have to be responsible for is like streaming and you know making up i don't even know like making up youtube videos but you can just make youtube videos off of off of what you stream exactly and just hand all that footage off to someone so i don't have to worry about it right you just get a young dude to like right edit your stuff yeah I mean, we're still trying to figure that out. Yes. We could have somebody sitting right there at that desk. We could. Yes. A, a kid could be sitting there. Managing audio. 17-year-old kid. Boom. Doesn't have any responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And he just sits there with a laptop, HDMI'd to the TV. And every time we talk about something, you just go, hey, pull that up on the... Pull that up. Pull that up real hey. fast on the thing. Hey, Lackey. Hey, what is his name? Lackey. Lackey? He's like a... You've never heard lackey? No, what is lackey? Is that someone's real name? No, it's it's a term. For what? Like you're lacking? No, 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 like. <laughs> <laughs> what is that a term for? Let's use google.com. What's a lackey? A footman servant. <laughs> <laughs> a footman or a servant? That's yes. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we just have that. We just need ourselves a footman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I like, oh, for example, did you hear about the, they found a new species? They found a 20-armed species underwater, scientists did recently. I want you to arm? see this thing. And see, this would be the thing that I'd be like, hey, pull that up. Yeah, look, 20 arms. Is it like a fish? What is that? Yeah, um, well, no, I don't know what it is. It's oh, it's called um, so it's a new species. This just happened like this week, like this week. This was discovered. Wow. They called it. They have named it the Antarctic strawberry feather. There is there a picture included? There is. Yeah, I want you to see it. I want your reaction. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh god. This is a terrible picture. Hold on, I want to find a high quality. Hold on, ready? Yep. Antarctic strawberry feather. Feather star. Antarctic strawberry feather star is the name of this new species. That's quite the mouthful. That was discovered. This is the Antarctic strawberry feather star. What the? And its its body is like down here. Its body is shaped like a strawberry, but all of that are its arms. That's terrifying. Isn't that spooky? What the f- The rest of it is arms, but it has like this little body at the end shaped like a strawberry. What? Oh, yeah. See, look. Look at this one. 
That's the body. See that little thing? That's mm-hmm. its body. And like its mustache or whatever. But then it has 20 <laughs> arms. It has a mustache. That's terrifying. What the... Imagine f- meeting that thing in the ocean, comes up and starts tickling you. <laughs> <laughs> Just comes and starts tickling you. Kitchy, kitchy, From na- making it, it, it Dad jokes, going to reform dad jokes forever. How many, how many tickles does it take to tickle a strawberry feather star? Tentacles? No, 20. <laughs> it's an anti-joke. <laughs> this guy comes up and starts tickling you. What if it feels good? Stop. What if what if a strawberry feather star comes up under the water, starts tickling you, and you're terrified of it, but you're like, ha-ha, I kind of like it. I kind of like getting tickled by this strawberry feather and star. And then all of a sudden it's just eating you? Yeah, then its tentacles are like in your pores. Don't, don't say that. It just kind of takes you on as a host. <laughs> takes you. Just, and then you become the first zombie, and then it... Right? Doesn't this look like something that would start the apocalypse? Yes. That's going to latch onto your scrotum and take you over. (laughs) Why does it have to be your scrotum? Because you're swimming. (laughs) You're swimming. You have that netting in your your swim shorts, and and its feather tentacles are kind of like grabbing at your netting. (laughs) (laughs) And it just comes and gets you. This is in Antarctica. I I highly doubt you're going to be using swim trunks near Antarctica. Hey, maybe you're one of those... Adrenaline seekers. Okay. Like, I'm gonna go for a cold plunge, and then the strawberry feather stars. Like, think again. Think again. Think you, again, Brody. You're the first zombie, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So scientists have discovered this species. Um, researchers trawling the ocean near Antarctica discovered a new species that looks haunting in photos, but named after a fruit. Uh, twenty arms, some bumpy, some feathery. And can altogether be up to eight inches long. Oh my gosh! Okay, so it's not that big. <laughs> I mean, eight inches is pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think eight inches is big, pal, I don't know. I don't know what you're packing. I don't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but eight inches is pretty massive. Eight inches dude. in my world is is nothing, bro. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Uh, okay. That was freaking perfect. The Antarctic strawberry feather star is a sea creature with 20 arms. Uh, co-authored a paper on the species. The alien-like creature does not appear to look like a strawberry at first, but if you zoom in on its body, a tiny nub at the apex of all those arms, it resembles the size and shape of the fruit. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, so this picture, they actually took off some of its, its flits, its little whiskers. Mm-hmm. Some of the Siri, they call it the Siri, C I R R I. Would you call that Kiri or Siri? Was some of the Siri removed to unveil the strawberry-like base? I don't know if it's a Siri or a Kiri. So its body should be covered by those tentacles. We've taken away a bunch of the. I love how they do that. Well, that's just what people do. They find some and they're like, just rip off some of its arms. We can see its body better. <laughs> Freaking creep. Just start. Freaking weirdo. <laughs> start what are you doing. Breaking it off. So what was a moment where you felt most handsome, Ryan? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like you were the most handsome. What's a moment I was the most good looking? Like uh, you just knew it. You felt it. People around you knew it. Um, people around? <laughs> um, dang, that's a good question. I think 
there there aren't um when I was a kid, my mom was one of those moms that made me feel like I was going to win at everything. Mm-hmm. So then like reality was hard. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're just good at everything. You're so good looking. My grandparents, oh, the girls are going to be knocking down your door. So you just grow up thinking like, oh, I'm hot stuff. And then you turn like 20 and you're like, oh, I'm. Yeah, they were lying to me. That's not real. Yeah. I, I'm super average, like probably <laughs> below average by a couple ticks. Um. So, yeah, I have a brain that's like, I'm like, I need to pursue acting, but then I have the body of like a 45-year-old beer drinker who I got punched in the mouth a couple times. I don't think it's that bad. So, anyway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I, as a kid, I think I felt good looking all the time, and it kind of bit me in the ass. Mm. But as an adult, I I think the the one of the best moments was... When, honestly, when we won the 48-hour film festival, I was like, I don't know, I was all dressed up, like, yeah. And just because I, and now it's like I, I think about like we've done another, we've done two more 48 since then, and I just feel normal. But the first time we did it, I just felt like hot, hot stuff, you know, because I was pursuing my dream. Yeah, I think when you like pursue your dream. If you do it well, that's when like everything just you just feel elevated, you feel heightened. Right. So I'm pretty sure on my wedding day I probably felt pretty good looking. I look back now and I look like I weighed 90 pounds and I had the neck of an Eiffel Tower. I was like, what is? I had this long skinny neck. I had the the Tower of Babylon neck, and I had this like sharp jawline because I was so skinny. I remember you telling me stories of you eating raw broccoli and tuna. Oh, yeah, my workout regimen back then was ridiculous because I thought I was fat. So I'd work out like crazy, and then I would only eat like unseasoned, just white turkey breast, raw broccoli, avocado, tuna. And I still thought I had a gut. And now I'm like, dang, if I could only... Actually, I wouldn't want to go back to that, though, because I I look weird. (laughs) I was skimpy. Skimpy? Skimp. I was skimpalicious. I was just. You were just a jar of peanut butter. I was. <laughs> I was. A, I don't know what was going on. So I, I'm. I'm pretty sure I felt pretty hot on my wedding day, and then I felt really good on the day that we won. And now when I look back at the pictures of the day that we won the film festival, mm-hmm. I remember because I was like buying drinks for people. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me buy you a drink. Like I was just like, hey. Yeah. You know. Let's celebrate. And now I look back, and I was like sweating. <laughs> I just look sweaty and shiny and. I think I had like put some product in my hair or something. I don't know. And it was like falling flat. Mm. So, yeah. Now, what about you? What's, what's the what's the one moment that you're like, I'm hot right now. This is it. I've peaked. Um, I've peaked. Yeah. <laughs> this is my this is my hottest. This is the hottest I'm ever gonna be. I think I think when I did that graduation photo shoot with you. Oh, um, for real. I think that was one of the times because it. You were a good looking good that day. That was a good day. Yeah. Because not only. Because, like, since probably October. Um, like, November, December of last year is when I really started to get, like, serious, serious in the gym. Yeah. And I could, like, kind of see progress, but not really. I don't know. If, if, if you've been in the gym for a long time, you, like,. I don't know what it is, but the day you start going to the gym is the day your muscles aren't big enough. 
<laughs> and so yeah. you just want to get like bigger and bigger. And so like when I posted that photo shoot on Instagram, um, or even no, 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 that's what it was. Leading up to that, there was like this season of we went to this taco place with a friend that had uh, gotten back for the summer for from dental school. And so a bunch of buddies from high school all went out to tacos and I didn't seen I haven't seen like most of these guys since pre COVID. And so when I saw them, they're like, Dang, John, like you're looking jacked. Like what what have you been mm. up to? Like what have you been doing? I'm like <laughs> stomp it. Oh yeah, if the boys are hyping you up, that's yeah, like that's it's one thing if a girl is like, Hey, you're looking good. But then if, if the boys if come the at you, boys, yeah. That's real. So they're not trying to get anything out of you. You're right. You're not gonna give them anything that's gonna satisfy their hunger, so <laughs> they're just talking hot to you for no reason. Yes, exactly. If they're dishing it out without expecting any dessert. Right. That's a love. And then, um, yeah, when I posted those pictures on Instagram and had like, it was the most interactions I've ever had with any of my posts on Instagram. And I was like, I think that speaks to my, <laughs> speaks to my skills a little bit. It definitely does. So if you need photos done, call me. Exactly. Cause my sweat stains were terrible. I edited them out. I'm so grateful. I sweat an ungodly amount, especially when I'm nervous. Yeah. It's just like pools. Sheesh. It like goes down to like the end of my sleeve and then just all the way down. Do you know you can, uh, you probably already know this, but you can ask your doctor, there's this stuff that you can, it's like a special prescription Mm -hmm. deodorant or whatever, and you roll it on your armpits and it like stops you. It like slows down your armpit sweat glands or whatever. Wow! It like stops that from happening. I, there was like this um, this anti sweat like towelette that I would use back in high school, and like it would work sometimes. Huh? But I, I had a friend who had like the same. Right. When I was, we were a lot younger, like teenagers, and I had this friend who had that, and went to his doctor and like got the stuff, and it like, I don't know what it, it like sears your closes up your armpit glands or whatever see i, I, don't, I don't know i don't really want to do that or just like makes them yeah i think i'll take the sweaty it insults them so that they kind of <laughs> go back into themselves they kind of become insecure <laughs> you gotta you gotta give your sweat glands some insecurity so they don't feel like they can always just pop their head out oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure for sure because they have see your sweat glands grew up with like a everybody gets a trophy kind of environment <laughs> you got to teach them real world you know you're not good at everything <laughs> All these millionaires are always talking about... I've been thinking about this this week, man, for real. Yeah. A lot of these millionaires or people with like heavy mindsets are always like, you just got to change your mindset and like you just got to make it. You just got to see you, your potential, blah, blah. But like nobody ever talks about like that moment when you realize that like you're never going to be great. What about that? That's a real thing. Like not everybody's going to be great. No. Uh. No, that's fair. And so, like, sometimes you got to have that moment in your life where you're like, you know what? I'm I might not be one of the greats. Like, I'm not I'm not the main character. Yeah. So I grew up with like main character vibes, but I've had to like I've had to come to this conclusion that like you know I might not be the the main. You know what I mean? I might not, not be great. Guy, I might yeah. just be average. I might just be like a guy in history. Yeah. You don't even. Yeah. You know. I just want to carve out a little portion of my life. You know, have close friends, family. You know, raise kids, happy. Because we can have goals. We can like, mm-hmm. 
you you learn to set more realistic goals. You learn to pursue things that like make sense. But like, yeah. I don't know. Like if you, especially if you were somebody that like was told all your life that you're just great at everything and you're the hottest person in the world, mm-hmm. and then you have all these like crazy lofty goals. Like one day you gotta like have that realization. Like oh, I might never be great necessarily. Right. I might not be the guy. Yeah, like history books aren't writing about me. And I might I might just like be a good dad and a good friend and or a good husband and that's Yeah. You know? But like how do you do that? You know? Like you just gotta How to set more realistic goals? Yeah, like how do you set like and, and I'm learning that right now, you know, I'm just I'm not right. I'm just saying like that's kind of been my that's kind of the place I'm at. Like I'm I'm still pursuing some big things, you know, I'm pursuing acting, but yeah. it's like that's big, but you know, even realizing like, yeah, I might do some shows, like Right. You're not necessarily gonna. I think it, I think it starts with having like this really lofty goal or this really lofty thing that you're shooting at, and then in pursuit of that, you realize that gap between where you are and where your goal is. Yeah. And then from there, you can either just be like, "heck, the goal," or you can slowly make stairs up to that goal of like consistently pushing yourself towards a towards a place. Um, what are your goals right now? Like, what what goals have you set for yourself? What yeah. are some of the things that you have in place that you're like these are the yeah these are things I have to hit? Do you have do you have short and long term goals or are they kind of just goals? Um, so right now the things that I'm really focusing like most of my energy on, um, finish my bachelor's degree, um, like get into probably the best physical shape that I've been in my entire life. Just the biggie. It's. I didn't think it would like take this much work, but it's been, we'll probably come back to it, but, um, those are probably like within the next year or two sort of goals. Okay. I can graduate with my bachelor's either next December or I can wait another semester and not have to like kill myself with a bunch of classes. So those are like the two really immediate goals. Um, but overall like traveling, I want to travel to Japan. I want to travel to Europe. I want to travel to like Thailand, Asia, and those goals are somewhere down the line. Um, I don't know how immediate or how later they'll be. And then, yeah, like have, I don't know, get married to, I think what I'm realizing now is looks only get you so far as, as far as like the dating world. Yeah. Like. I would much rather have a spouse who I can trust and rely on than having a ridiculously hot wife. Yeah. Because most of the time, the girls that are ridiculously hot are headaches. And anyways, that's for another time. Uh, There's a big, I mean. Yeah. No, realizing that, yeah, looks are, they're going to get you to a point. Right. And just having a person that you can rely on and you can really trust that y- you can look in their eyes and they give you an answer and they're not like they're completely honest and transparent with you. Yeah. And Th- you need someone that, and you don't think about this as a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. you, I mean, maybe you could think about like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Looks aren't everything, but I need somebody who's right. You know, but, but I think one of the things that you really don't think about until you are an adult who has to accomplish certain things is you need to be with someone that you can build something with. Yes. Who, who has the capacity to carry and build and process and problem solve. And like right. you really need someone who's like, unless you're like, 
unless you're all like if you're already like a famous streamer and you're like yeah i'm gonna stream for the rest of my life and i'm making millions of dollars then yeah i guess you can get yourself like a a softy coo whatever like mm-hmm. you can get one of those girls that like wears the cat ears and the mittens and like sits on your couch all day and right. makes buttered noodles or whatever and you just stream and mm-hmm. she goes with you to cons right but otherwise if that's not what you're gonna do <laughs> you need someone who can build right and even like <laughs> i don't know all the streamers out there are like the frick? come on man <laughs> But even like craftsmanship in, you know, the real world of you can immediately tell the difference of a knife that you buy at the grocery store versus like a handmade, handcrafted, like Damascus steel. Like there's a lot of attention to detail and and building something of quality takes a lot of work and effort. Building an effective family takes two people putting in that effort and forming a team around that. And. You you just gain like so much more of an appreciation for finding like emotionally intelligent or um, people who understand that they have stuff and have weaknesses, but but also know how to also know how to how do I phrase this? They understand what they need in different situations because not every not every chapter of your life is going to require the same things out of you. For sure, different aspects of your life are going to require different talents or different um, working things. The The biggest thing right now is with the military is I would like to get up to 23 pull-ups for my physical fitness test. And right now, I recently did this week another physical fitness test where I did worse than my previous week. I did one less pull-up. I was at 15 and I went down to 14. I couldn't plank for the whole 3.45, and then I ran a slower three-mile time. Hmm. And, like, my previous physical fitness test, I had really improved from 12 to 15 pull-ups and then ran a minute faster time and was able to plank the whole time. Is that physical or mental? Uh, Like, do you think that you're – did you not eat that great this past month? Like, is it just in your head? I think – I think it was physical because the time before I didn't really, I took, I drank way less. I didn't let myself go and food. Like I was really committed to, I guess the grind, if you want to say. And then between the second and third PFT, I really, I feel like I'd let myself get comfortable in that period of time in my, like at work, I know if I'm feeling comfortable because I'll have ice cream at work. And if I'm really committed to the grind, I'm like, no, I would rather not have that in my body because I have to. um, And just like my sleep schedule, when I'm getting comfortable, I'll like stay up later. Yeah. But when I'm really committed to it, I'm like, no, I got to go to sleep on time because I got to wake up and I have to get all this stuff done and... Bro, I cu- I almost I couldn't do anything today because we've been staying up mm-hmm. late like all the time, like either watching things or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's like caught up. And like when we first met, and when I was like streaming and like all that stuff, we used to play games. Mm-hmm. We played till like two in the morning. Yeah, and then I like felt it happen. I like watched it change in my body where I was like, I can't play. Right. I could maybe play till like a little past midnight. I start to get tired. I start to like wear out remember that time we were playing valheim 
and my character was just like standing still for yeah. a long time. You just like fell asleep. And you're like, <laughs> I literally <laughs> fell asleep at the keyboard. <laughs> um, and I just hear you go, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to go to bed. And so now it's like, now the middle ground is like, well, if I'm in bed, I can kind of stay up, but then I'm, I'm, I'm goners. Mm-hmm. And so we've been like staying up, eating chili lime popcorn watching mm. tv mm. and then last night i my stomach was hurting i kept waking me up mm. and my body was like stewing a good turd and so i'd be like asleep and it'd be like 3 30 and it would just start to like <laughs> you turn you ever you ever sleep you're in the right position but then you turn mm-hmm. and so whatever's in your bowels like moves to the other side of your bowels mm. and that side of your bowels wasn't ready to receive it <laughs> Hallelujah. And so it just wakes you up. Can anybody <laughs> can anybody relate? That's so. what's happening. So it kept waking me up. So then today I like for the first time ever, I'd never do this. I literally like Brianna was like, I'll I'll go hang out with our daughter and you can just I literally just had to stay in bed. I couldn't do anything. I was dying. I finally got up at like eleven forty. Wow. Which is ridiculous. Like that's unheard of. Wow. So yeah, we got to start like the best we've felt, I think, is like going to bed when our daughter goes to bed, go to sleep at like nine. Yeah. Wake up, hit the gym, start the day. Yeah. And just that consistency. Like and, and back to like the the goals portion of having a really lofty goal. But then if you actually want to achieve that lofty goal, you have to make little little stepping stones for yourself to gradually increase. Totally. Because when you go to the gym, like, you're not just going to put five plates on each side and be able to bench that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you try to bench it, it's going to kill you. So you have to gradually work yourself and your muscles up to a place where it can handle that amount of weight. Right. And I don't, I don't think we think about the amount of responsibility that comes with our goals. Mm-hmm. Like, if we actually want our goals, it, it takes a level of responsibility. And, and what I mean by that is it takes the consistency – of stewarding what you have now in such a way where you can hold more in the future. And and that discipline and that consistency is what allows you to to see yourself uh, achieve new heights or, or or get that new job or or have that really healthy family or or get that bigger house is like you have a bigger house but now you also have more to take care of and more to clean. And you have that family, but it also requires sacrifice in your schedule of both you and your spouse to take care of that kid. Right. And so, like, with goals, I think it's important to realize that some responsibility on your part is is required. Just because, I don't know, the natural state of things is to go to disorder. That's uh, entropy. It's a thing you talk about in science all the time of, like... If a thing has a chance to get more disordered over time, it will. Exactly. And so you see that in your house. Like over time, you got to do laundry. And if you don't, laundry piles up and you got to sweep and you got to you know dust and, and all of these things. Because if you don't, it'll just get more and more disordered. And so I guess a helpful thing is like only what really helps me is only owning and and being able to control things that I can maintain. Mm-hmm. So not having so many things. Because having stuff is nice. But if you can't maintain that stuff, I don't think it's really worth having. That's how people end up at minimalism. Right. Because like if I, if, I, if I get rid of things, 
Like it literally gives me the ability to take responsibility for things that are not stuff. Right. It's like I, I lessen the amount of physical items I have and now I can spend mental real estate and energy right. and responsibility on things that really matter to me. Right. Because if I went to the dealership and bought like a really nice BMW, yeah, it'd be cool. I can't afford the monthly payment for it. I mm-hmm. can't afford the maintenance for it. I can't do any of those things. So, like, I just replaced the front brake pads on my little Honda Civic. Not oh, the, you did it? Yeah. Did I, you do it yourself? No, I did it with Daniel. Oh, okay. But but you guys did it? Yeah, we did it. It was nice. it was super easy. We Told did, you. We didn't have the compressor, so we had to, like, wiggle two wrenches back and forth to, like, push in the compressor thing. You should have just asked me. You have a compressor? Yeah. So it's like a it's like a five dollar little metal thing. Is it really? Yeah, it's just it's at AutoZone or anywhere. You can just get them. I got mine at Harbor Freight for like on sale. It was like two fifty. I have one here. Well, to push the the cylinder out of the way so that you can put the new brakes in and. Because when you take the I don't know what it's called the brake. When you take the pads out, there's a little there's a circle behind the pads that pushes them in. And you need to yes. compress that all the way open so that you can put the new things in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. It's just a little metal tool. You just screw it. You just well, got to ask me, Brezzo. Well, well, now I know. Well, Wait, so I what know. did you guys do? You wiggled wrenches? Yeah, we wiggled wrenches to push it back in so we can. Nice. But I guess that brings up another really good point about your goals is you can't really achieve your goals by yourself. Wow, that was really, that was good. Yeah. You need the people. You need around. other people. You need other people. You need other people's tools. Ooh, right. sometimes you need other people's tools. Sometimes to accomplish do. your goals. Right. Because Daniel, Daniel used to like be a lot heavier than he is right now. Really? Let me. I can't picture him heavy. He just always. He looks like he's always been that handsome. He he used to be a chubby chubby guy. He looks like he's always been hot. Uh, Tell him I said that. I. He'll be listening. To uh, the he's podcast. listening. He's listening. Um, <laughs> but like he's lost a lot of weight. And so I, I went to, to him, his secret. I I went to him because I was re- like super frustrated with the, the military stuff. And he's like, John, like you, what, what you're doing right now isn't working. So you have to change it up and you have to be like, cause do, did I want that cocktail today? No, absolutely. I wanted the freaking <laughs> cocktail. But I, I'm proud of you. Actually, this was all a test. Daniel oh. called me and he said, test. Oh. John, no, I, just, I didn't have it. <laughs> but it's like when you fall short of your goals, it's a reminder to like get back on the grind. Like the grind is super satisfying. Grind set 2024, baby. Baby. Is it exhausting? Yeah. It's, it takes most of your effort. It takes most of your mental energy and and like if you're on the grind and you start to let other aspects of your life go, is that healthy? No. But like a healthy, sustainable grind that you can put yourself on, I think is one of the most satisfying and, and purposeful things that we can do. I can't imagine a better way to end this, actually. That yes. was really good. So shout out to the people at Top Golf. Thanks so much for listening. If you made it this far. Oh shoot! Dang. Hey, yeah, we have a bunch of listeners at Top Golf. I was super impressed by that. Yeah. So shout out to Samo. Shout out to Jenny, Devin, and anyone else at Top Golf that was listening. If you made it this far, thanks. Shout so out much. to that guy who came into our work last night and was asking us all those questions about the podcast. Yes. I uh, hope you're having a good time. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you're the here. Escape first of all. room. And uh, also, I mentioned this last time, but I'm going to mention it again because now it's official. We are going to have a theatrical screening 
of eight films by Los Matares Studios. I'm in four of them. And uh, we're going to have a, a screening at Flick's Brew House on the 29th of this month. It's August 29th, 2023. It's $10 for tickets. I think I'm going to put the link in the description of this podcast if you want to yeah, come out and it. say hello and watch those films. You can buy beer and food while you're in the theater. We'll have private servers. We reserve the largest screen they have, so it'll be a great time. Uh, otherwise, consider joining the Patreon. Um, at this point, first person who joins Patreon gets a kiss because that would just be so cool. So we love you. Join we'll, the Patreon. Check we'll, us out on TikTok. We'll draw one of the kisses on the poster and send it to you. Yeah, I'm thinking about signing one of the posters and then when we hand them out. It's like if you find the one that's signed, you get you automatically get to be a guest. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that. Anyway, we love you so much. Thank you for joining us. We're going to go make some pizza. Oh, I'm so hungry. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.